Hello, you're listening to Living Alone Together. I am your only host, Yen. So, I'm finally back from my trip. So,、uh, I went to Germany and Canada the past month, actually five weeks. So, three weeks in Germany and then two weeks in in Canada. And、uh, if you've been following my、uh, podcast, you would know that this was actually the third month already of my. Vacation, which is to say that <laughs> since July, since mid July, I've not been doing anything serious, or at least not working. I would say.、Um, so that relates to the purpose of the trip. Of course, it was a vacation, so I would, I still saw some touristy spots. I was just trying to have some fun. That was. I suppose that's the general purpose of a vacation, but、uh, I would say, for me,、uh, in my heart, it was also a closure of sorts. So, for one, I would say it's a closure for my vacation, and I think I have to get back on track pretty soon. Actually, now, <laughs> but it's also another kind of closure for me. Before I booked the trip, I was determined. Somehow that I would not be living and working in Taiwan anymore because of how traumatizing my previous work experience was, my first serious work experience was, and and um, um, I thought objectively the the numbers were okay、um, in that job, but I still feel so bad and painful. So there must be something wrong with the overall culture in Taiwan.、Um, By numbers, I meant the number of、uh, vacation days,、uh, holidays, and also the pay. So both of these, objectively speaking, were pretty、uh, decent、um, in Taiwanese standards. But still, I was still very upset the whole time I was working there. So I thought、um, I had to see, or I had to imagine, what life could be like outside this place, and. Um, of course, you wouldn't know that much being on a vacation in a different country. Of course, you would have a sort of better mood in general, and you wouldn't be so objective in that sense. But there were still some superficial things you could at least see with just, you know, just looking at the. Basic, let's say, city urban planning and transportation, and just how people seemed like if they seemed happy, if they seemed confident. Oh, oh, you couldn't know that much, but still, you could st- still have a a very superficial sense of how things were going in that place. At least that's what I thought I could observe.、Um, so yeah, so the purpose of the trip. Is、um, it was a closure to my vacation, but also it was just to、um, to see what、uh, what these countries were like. Of course, Canada. I was more f- I'm more familiar with Canada because I spent a lot of time there.、Um, but I was there as a student. I didn't work there at all, and I haven't been back for a long time. So、um, I was there to see my family, but also to.、Uh, To revisit the place with a different mindset,、um, imagining what life could be like there.、Um, so that's Canada is one one of my options, and then Germany. I think I have an unrealistic or unexplicable attachment to the place.、Um, being unexplicable, it means I cannot explain. <laughs> so it was completely. 
it was just some it's just a place I would love to see um, when people ask me why you visited Germany you know if you have so many days why don't you see Budapest why don't you see uh, Prague why don't you go to Italy and uh, I explained to them look um, I don't know I was just maybe because I learned a little bit of German at school um, of course I don't remember a bit of it but that's the only it sounds doesn't sound convincing enough um, but I cannot tell them that I think for some reason I would like this place and I don't even know the reason so <laughs> anyway so so yeah it was a vacation it was I did a lot 80% of the things I did were touristy but I feel like um, I did focus on people watching and just absorbing the general vibe of Germany uh, as for Canada it was just for visiting family but also there was a little bit of that element as well where I try to see if I could live there reasonably um, but it's not exactly fair because it's only October and it's not it didn't snow yet so uh, if I was there in November I think I would definitely remember why I didn't want to stay in Canada um, it's just too much snow it's just too cold it's just unbearable and I just still couldn't I never got used to walking in in snow and uh, I take every th single step very, very carefully and I would curse in my mind uh, with every st step I took. So, um, so winter was one of the reasons I didn't want to work and live in Canada back then. So it's not really fair, but um, still I had a different kind of mind sort of... Um, purpose or different kind of mindset going there this time and okay it's getting serious I suppose I could still talk about just the touristy stuff I did right so uh, I went there alone so it's solo travel and you know there's a whole there's a whole discussion board on reddit called solo travel so I suppose it's a thing it's like a cultural thing and I didn't know that before until the things that people mentioned there happened to me. Um, first of all, I should mention that why why did I do a solo travel? It's not because I wanted to to like I wanted these solo travel things to happen to me. I didn't even know what it would be like. It was just it seemed reasonable. Um, I didn't have close friends that would um, go with me for that long and if people if I were to go with a friend they probably would want to visit different places in Europe not just Germany to be fair that I think that's reasonable if you're going to do like a pure vacation thing but for me the the goal of this trip was to do a lot of observations so no one I could go with me and I'm single so that's it so <laughs> that's why I traveled alone um, and yeah, as I said, I didn't know that it was a whole, it's a, it's a tiny culture in itself. I mean, doing solo travel, there's this whole hostel thing that I didn't think, I didn't know what was going to happen in hostels. Um, and for my trip in Germany, I think I booked half, half of the days I booked a hostel and then the other half I booked a hotel um of course budget was an issue but also I know that I would be too 
too lonely and had no stimulation <laughs> if I stayed in hotel all the time. So I, that was kind of the how I spent my time there. Um, and um, when I say that there is, it seems like solo traveling is a, in itself a tiny culture. I'm, what I meant was a lot of people were writing about their hostel experience, and I find that very interesting because I didn't, I didn't think, I didn't do that kind of research. I didn't look up what you should expect when you live in a hostel until it happened to me. So for me, um, I think not all hostels are so social. Uh, I think there are hostels that work like a hotel, except that in the room you're not alone and the bathroom is outdoors. But of course, there are, there are social hostels as well. So I happen to to have stayed. In, in them in the very beginning of my trip. So that kind of changed the whole vibe of my trip because a lot of unexpected things happened in the very beginning, in the very first few days. Uh, the very first hostel I stayed in, um, it was pretty social and we just went around um, Hamburg in Germany together. We were walking and did a lot of, I guess, partying kind of thing. And uh, I just really enjoyed myself. And yet, because it wasn't something I was expecting, it was, I think it uh, made the whole experience even more special to me because I didn't know that that would happen, uh, that you would meet people this way and that you would actually go out, just have a lot of fun with strangers. I never, never in my life had that happen. So that was especially special for me. And um, yeah, because it happened very early on in the trip, um, I kind of expected the whole social thing going on uh, whenever I was staying in a hostel, unfortunately. Or rather, the reality is um, that didn't happen because some of them were just not so so social. Um, so yeah, so that was one thing, the hostel experience. Um, and apart from hostels, because early on it was... For me, it was very social in the, right in the beginning. I was thinking, you know, it's actually a good idea to meet new people during this trip, maybe. Which was not something I, I was expecting before when I was planning the trip. When I was planning the trip, I was just planning which cities to visit and where what places to go and more of the hardware stuff. Um, as for the experience, the software uh experience I didn't really plan that much but then since in the beginning it was kind of social I feel like maybe this is the thing I, I like and um, also the element of surprise was something I really enjoyed so uh, because early on I met these new people I decided to to go on uh, walking tours actually exactly one walking tour and I met um, another woman uh, who was actually who's actually German, so it's pretty cool knowing what she thinks about her country and all that. We had great conversation, and uh, we, yeah, so that's another way to meet people, I think. If you're tra traveling alone, you could book some of the walking tours, and um, I wasn't, <laughs> for me, the, the point of the walking tour wasn't really to, to learn all about the new stuff. I mean, I'm not exactly a studious or curious person in that regard. For me, it was just that on a walking tour, you know that most of the people there would be uh, tourists, so uh, they probably have the same mindset as you, and you could have uh, a meal together and even go to the next city together if you uh, if you clicked. So 
Um, walking tour. That's another thing I did when I was in Germany. And um, generally speaking, meeting new people has been great.、Um, except that there is an element of wistfulness because you kind of know that ninety percent won't keep in touch with you. Like you know that. This is like the standard ritual. You would exchange contact in the end. You would exchange maybe email, WhatsApp, whatever you have.、Um, but then you know that eventually people will go back to their non-vacation life, and that people will forget about you unless you really clicked, maybe romantically or something. But if it's just like a friend thingy, and especially if you don't live in the same country as them. Ninety、um, percent of the time, they won't contact you ever again. So, but knowing that you still you still exchange contact, I don't know why, but it was like a way to say goodbye, I suppose.、Um, so that's that. By the way, even on the plane going to Germany, I met like the I was talking all the time with the seat with my seatmate.、Um, so the first flight was seven hours.、Uh, we were gonna land in Dubai. He was going to France. I was going to Germany. And for the seven hours, I think we talked for five hours. <laughs>、uh, so it was good.、Um, time passed really quickly that way. But um, um, I don't think we left our contacts, and I feel like it was just we were just using each other to pass the time. But anyway, so a lot of interesting things happened, and a lot of unexpected things happened. So that's sort of my、um, my trip in Germany. Um, most of the time, I didn't plan for anything. I think I had exactly three things planned in my mind. First, there was this museum in Hamburg I wanted to visit. Then there was this concert going on in Leip- Leipzig、um, that I booked already. And、um, the finally, it was the、uh, Oktoberfest. So. Uh, that that was in Munich, right? So, three three things, and and that made my planning quite easy because I had to see Hamburg, Leipzig, Munich, and they're not exactly cities that were close to each other. So I had to go all the way. I think basically I started with Frankfurt. If you don't know where that is in Germany, it's in the south、uh, west region, and that's the airport.、Um, Frankfurt, and then since I wanted to go to Hamburg, which was pretty far north, I had to、uh, plan a few stops in between. So I went clockwise in Germany from Frankfurt to、um, <clears throat> to Dusseldorf. I even went to Bremen and then Hamburg, and、um, and then Leip- Leipzig. If you don't know, it's like an hour or so from Berlin, which is on the in the east, right? So we had. I I went to Berlin, Leipzig, and then down to Weimar and then Munich. So that was sort of the general picture of the trip.、Um, and as I said, I had only three things I wanted to do, and the rest it just I just threw threw it to luck and just the circumstances. And I didn't do much planning. I still visited some random museums when I didn't know what to do. Uh, but I, then I discovered I'm not exactly a museum person because I feel like if you go to a museum, it's probably the same in every single country. Like the, you wouldn't get the vibe of the city that much, and it really depends on whether or not you like the art or whatever is being、uh, displayed in the museum. And for me, as I said, I'm not exactly a cultural person in that regard.、Um, I went to one art museum, that was it, and、uh, the rest of the time.、Um, 
I prefer just walking around the city, just looking and just taking pictures and doing some casual shopping, which is to say, no, window shopping. Okay, that's what I mean. <laughs> anyway, so that's exact. That's what uh, was going on, and I didn't even uh, plan to eating any particular restaurant. I'm not. I I am a foodie, but Germany, I I thought it wasn't gonna be a place where I would find my favorite uh, cuisine there. So uh, I even had a few Vietnamese um, meals there, and I went to the supermarket a lot because I was staying in hostels. So I cooked a little bit. No, did I even cook? No, I bought their uh, more salady stuff because I feel like sorry, um, there were a lot of. Salad options in Germany.、Um, the whole time I was there, it was really cold though. So what happened was、um, <laughs> I didn't pack enough clothes, and I ended up、um, buying a new coat—not a jacket, a coat—in Germany, and it saved my life. <laughs>、uh, although it was a little bit too late, which is to say that I,、uh, for half of my trip, I think. I was there for twenty days. About nine or ten days in, I started to feel, I started to have symptoms of a cold, and it was pretty awful. It was the most sick I had been the entire year, or even two years.、Uh, sore throat,、uh, throat, and、um, just cough—not coughing, but mostly runny nose—and my nose was just not functional the whole time. And of course. I did the COVID rapid test and、um, on two different days, and it was negative. So it was very curious what happened. Maybe it was just general cold because I was wearing too little, and so half of the time there I was feeling、um, like I I was I could be mobile, but I I could walk around. It was okay that. In that aspect, but、um, I had a lot of pain in my throat, and、um, <laughs> I had to go actually to the pharmacy and ask for、uh, some painkiller, and、um, and I had to buy sort of the、uh, medicine or over-the-counter stuff in supermarket, not supermarket pharmacy. And also because Germany, I think, is very big on herbal teas, and I thought it would help. So I actually spent a lot of time trying to deal with my cold. And、um, unfortunately, a lot of nights I just ended up feeling too tired, unable to go out. So、uh, it was for a few nights. I did. I feel like I missed about ten or twenty hours of the trip、uh, because I was sick. Um, but what could I do? It was what happened happened. So that was that, and also it was good that I had the time off from walking around because every day I was just walking a lot.、Um, not because I love walking that much. It was because some of the bus stations、uh, they didn't have a, a station. Sorry, they didn't have. I couldn't find where to buy the ticket, so I wouldn't hop on a bus without a ticket. And of course, you could buy it online, but the problem with that is my credit card was issued in Taiwan. So if I wanted to buy something online, it's very complicated. You have to receive some、uh, one-time pass、uh, password. Using the Taiwanese number, I couldn't do that. Blah blah blah. So in the end,、um, for me, that was good. Limitation was good because I wouldn't have so many options. What a nice、uh, sentence! <laughs> yeah, it was good that I had that limitation. 
so I didn't have to think too much. I knew I couldn't buy the ticket at the time, so I had to walk. And to be honest, a lot of the, you know, it's easy to walk two or three stations. It's like within five or ten minutes, so it's not that bad. The thing is, I feel very tired by 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 the evening, and um, I wasn't even in the mood to get a nice meal or anything. So I ended up spending a lot of time in my hotel or hostel. And just reading a book I downloaded um, for the trip. I still haven't finished it yet, but I made a lot of progress because of this cold and because of the just the general tiredness by by the evening. So that's kind of what happened most of the time, uh, most of the days. Um, but to be honest, I don't know what to do at night anyway. I mean, by eight or nine o'clock, um, if I was not on a vacation. Uh, it's time to go to bed. Um, so uh, I don't think I lost too much time. <laughs> um, so yeah, in general, in Germany, that's how it was. Um, and uh, what could I say? I would just say that I feel like life was so. You know, maybe I should talk about this a little bit later. Um, Anyway, so that was Germany, and then in Canada, it was um, my cold didn't get better. I had a horrible vertigo uh, from you know after uh, from from the plane, from riding the plane, um, riding the plane for taking the plane. I don't even know. Anyway, the point is, uh, from Germany to Canada, I was feeling even sicker than before. I thought it would go get uh, get better pretty soon but no I was sicker and in Canada I decided to do another rapid test and finally I got the I got COVID um it was confirmed in Canada and um so the symptoms were a bit more COVID-like where I actually coughed and stuff and it's a good thing because I was living at my parents um in Canada and so I was I feel safe and just not and, and secure and it, it's like I wasn't gonna do touristy stuff in Canada anyway so in Canada I spent a lot of days just in the house not going outside and it was of course very very painful because you can imagine oh my god just being with <laughs> with your parents all day long it was just um it was a little bit like not optimal but uh what could I do um I wasn't feeling that well in Canada but I have to say that it was actually warmer in Canada than in Germany most of the time so that surprised me I don't know why maybe Germany is generally colder than Canada I don't know so the point is in Canada I didn't do much I just stayed at home trying to uh heal myself but um I went out one or two days because I couldn't stand staying at home all the time I'm just being honest here and I didn't have a fever it wasn't that bad and after I think seven days um, I wasted seven days dealing with COVID after seven days um, I finally tested negative but until today I still have a little bit of stuff in my nose Um, but I'm feeling okay in general and uh, after seven days I finally uh, could go out happily and so I did and um I visited downtown Toronto, which I've not come back 
like I've not visited in a long time. When I was in school, I never really shopped that much. I never went out that much. I was staying pretty much in just my neighborhood, doing homework, studying all the time. So it was like a new experience to me um, as well. And uh, downtown Toronto, and I realized how how city-like it was, um, how tall the buildings were and it's nothing like Germany and of course nothing like Taiwan so it was a uh, a different kind of experience again and um, I would say that there wasn't that much to see exactly and for example in Germany I feel like you could see you could spot a supermarket like every five or ten minutes of walk but in Toronto it wasn't like that um Especially downtown Toronto, I don't know. I was there were a lot of Tim Hortons, the coffee shop, but otherwise, I feel like there weren't so many shops that you could just enter and like see. I don't know. So that was that was Canada, and then finally, I came back to Taiwan through Vancouver. So I stayed a night in Vancouver, but wow, I was so impressed by Vancouver. <laughs> so I went to the what is it called the Capilano suspension bridge um, it's like a fairly pricey spot but I did my research and I was looking at the list of what to do in Vancouver people would say go to Stanley Park or go visit that or that or the aquarium things like that but then I, d- I saw the suspension bridge I decided okay I had only one day that's the place I would go um, so I went and um, it was 30 minutes from city center and on the bus you could see the whole like a lot of city scenic stuff and Vancouver I finally understood why people thought that uh, Vancouver was the most livable city in North America maybe um it's so different from Toronto I I still haven't gathered you know I haven't gathered my thoughts yet but I think it's because there was like a water body there. Like you, I feel like that was an important uh, element in any city. If you had, if you were surrounded by, by a river or some water body, then it makes the whole city more livable to me at least so that's why I like Vancouver a lot um you could see water (laughs) pretty easily um and um of course Toronto had had the harbor as well but um I don't know I just feel like Vancouver was more of a it's a friendlier place compared to Toronto. I I didn't. Of course, it's still very city-esque, meaning that you still had a lot of tall buildings. But I feel like the pace of living there might be slightly slower than Toronto. And you know, TTC, the public transport in Toronto, is just an ugly design, <laughs> and it's such a central part of the city experience in Toronto. So that ruins everything. Um, in Vancouver. I didn't do. I didn't use the public transport that much. I only took the bus to the suspension bridge. Um, otherwise, I haven't tried. It. I think they do have a subway. I'll have to check that. Um, but the point is, it has. A, it's a totally different city and it has a very different vibe from Toronto. So I could see why people love it so much. But I was just there for a day, so not too much to comment on. And then I was back. So that sums up my journey. <laughs> And uh, 
I'm not yet、um, into the topic that I want to say today, which is that is there is there、um, objectively speaking a best city to live in? A city that suits everyone, or that every other city would aspire to to be like, and that's sort of the question I I had.、Um, basically, you know, when I was in Germany, I was just I was in awe almost every single second, and it was like things. I feel like this is what every Livable place should look like, no matter which city I was in in Germany.、Um, I was mostly in bigger cities, but I also went to Weimar, which was a small town, and also I even went to Glashut,、uh, which is a watchmaking town. And、um, you know, no matter where I was, I feel like I could feel I could see that Germany is is just very livable. If you were living in a small town, there would there was still very good. Um, public transport system. You had buses, and、uh, as long as there is a train station nearby, you could always get to the big city in an hour or so. And I could definitely envision、uh, living there, and you know, in a small town, and then traveling to a nearby bigger city. And but even if you just stay in the town, everything was there, and、um, in every. Like I feel like, well, of course, I'm not being fair because the small towns I visited were sort of, by definition, the more touristy type or maybe more cultural.、Um, so I cannot comment on the really tiny places, but、um, I just thought that you would not get bored, right? Um, and um, and the supermarkets that had everything. Okay, this is kind of superficial, but I could just totally imagine any person、uh, who knows German to live in Germany and be happy there. Um, in terms of the transportation system, in terms of what you could do in Germany, and if you got bored, you could always go to France, to Spain, very easily, or to to the east very easily. So、um, I could just feel like I could just sense, I could just imagine a lot of things、um, if you actually lived in Germany. And、um, I was talking to the German woman whom I met、uh, on the walking tour. She said, "I think that." The everyone has six weeks of of a、uh, holiday if you're working in Germany, so that's a lot.、Um, with six weeks、um, that you can use freely, you could of course travel all around Europe or just in Germany, right? And、uh, even to to Asia, it would be alright. You had enough days, and、uh, I don't know. Of course, it depend depends on the nature of your work, but in terms of how your vacation. Life would be like it was totally imaginable. <laughs> like you could just do a train trip, you could just do backpacking, and I did see a lot of German families.、Um, you know, two、uh, parents with one or two young kids. They they were just on the train. They had their big backpacks. Like you could, you would never see that in Taiwan. You would never see that.、Um, if you had a family, you would have a car, and you would not see that in a train in Taiwan. You know. With backpacks and stuff, but in Germany, I think it was it's pre- pretty common, and、um, so you could just imagine that just for a short weekend, you could go to let's say you're living in Leipzig, and then you could go to Berlin in an hour, and then stay there for a weekend and do a lot of things, and then go back、uh, and no trouble at all, right? So, of course, this is just 
me imagining, but uh, I suspect that that's going on a lot. Um, so I was pretty um, shocked, or rather, yeah, it was pretty interesting to see the families with young children backpacking, all right? And so that's something you would not see in other places. Um, and I think another thing was the bicycles. So um, I stayed one night in Paris, in France, um, and you you saw like I saw a lot more motorcycles or scooters in France, in Paris. That was not the case in Germany. I didn't see any scooter at all. You had like very few, like you could rent them or something. But most of the like most of the people, they actually um, had a bicycle. It seemed, and um, the. It was very spacious for bicycles, and even you know fathers would have would be on a bike, and then in the back of the bike or the front of the bike, you would have like a trolley, a trolley for for their young ch- ch- uh, children. Uh, it was huge, but still there was enough space on the road for them to go around the city that way. And I just and that's not a scene you saw in in Paris, nor in Toronto, nor in Vancouver, and of course not in Taiwan. So I thought that was something very humane. I think that um, that was something that really shows how human centric the country is. Um, the fact that you don't have to own a car to raise children, okay? I feel like a lot of families probably didn't have a car in Germany, or I feel like you could survive without a car even if you had young children. Of course, a car would make things much easier, but there was there were other options. You could travel in public transit system. You could um, travel with a bicycle with young children. So that was amazing, I think. Mm. Excuse me. Yeah, so that's something I saw in Germany, and I was amazed <laughs> by that. Um, and um, what else should I say? So I think uh, Germany is probably very family-friendly in that regard, or just human-friendly in that regard, and it's probably pretty livable, um, except I don't know the price of house, houses or the rent, but just in terms of the transportation, it shows how much they cared. Um, I think that's a system that's universally um, beneficial or <laughs> like no one would object to that kind of uh, system. When I was in Canada, in Toronto, there was even this petition going on saying that they didn't want this bike lane because it would uh, interfere with the car. So you could just see that different ha- uh, people had a completely different mindset. In Toronto, you could not, you you definitely not see this this bicycle with the with a baby carriage in the front or something in Toronto. So that was something that was unique in Germany and I feel like that is a a bonus a plus to me Um, I don't know maybe people in Germany didn't like this (laughs) who knows Um, so that's something and uh, in terms of holiday because I was talking to the German lady I met and she was saying six weeks right and I just saw how sad it is that in Taiwan I was checking the the official numbers we had 19 days of holiday um Plus, if you um, uh, work in a company for three years, you would have 10 days of personal leave. So in total, that was n- that's not 29 days if you work for three days or above. 
sorry, three years or above, you would get 29 days of holiday in total. Six weeks is like what, 42 days.、Um, so that's a huge difference. And there's one thing I do have to mention, which is that、uh, of the 19 public holidays, you. Five of them were for Chinese New Year, and that I have to say is not exactly a holiday <laughs> for a lot of very traditional families. It was an obligation, right? It was an obligation to to go to your husband's household and um, to um, just spend time with your husband's, your mother and father-in-laws, and. It was not exactly a holiday. It's not exactly a holiday for a lot of people. It's a chore to、uh, to communicate with the with the bigger family what they're gonna do、um, during Chinese New Year. I think it's changed in recent years where people had more freedom. Like little, like the nuclear family could decide where they want to go, what they want to do that five days. But it's very recent, and I think most families. Uh, you got the sense that they still had to negotiate their time. It was their free time. It's their public holiday. But still, you have to explain to your、uh, larger family why you're not spending time with them. And and that's another question. Like maybe maybe if you're in Europe or in America, you would think, wait, why wouldn't you want to spend time with your with your bigger, larger, extended family? And、um, the reason is that. It's not pleasant. <laughs> at least from my experience as a child, it's not pleasant at all. There was a lot of rules, a lot of unspoken rules that you had to follow. Especially, I think a lot of places, in a lot of places, the women still had to follow a lot of traditional rules. They had to cook. They had to do a lot of planning for the bigger, the extended family. And from my own observation.、Um, <coughs> Like the the、um, the kids, the adult kids, we have to plan a lot, you know, with、uh, picking the restaurants and all that. Like you have to do something for the elderly. You have to explain to them why you're not going to spend time with them, or if you're spending time with them, you have to do a lot of planning. You have to plan a trip. You have to plan find a restaurant and all that. So that's excuse me. There's like music going on outside. Okay, sorry about the pause. Basically, if the garbage. Truck is approaching. They will play some music. So、uh, this is the this is the time for garbage collection. Anyway, back to what I was saying. Yeah. So it was a big hassle. I think it's a big hassle to communicate, to negotiate what you want to do during the、uh, during Chinese New Year.、Um, of course, I believe a lot of people would happily.、Um, Reunite with their extended family, but a lot of people, people who were not happy, there was like an extreme burden to communicate why you're not gonna meet them, why you're gonna have your own tiny trip or whatever. So for me, it's like it's a bigger chore than during work times, right?、Um, so. What I wanted to say is that there isn't that much of a real free holiday if you are living in Taiwan and working in a general, like a for a company that's completely Taiwanese, and、uh, there isn't that much freedom because、um, everyone's public holidays were the same, of course, and、uh, places would be packed and. Uh, a lot of times, it's not exactly a public holiday. Like, it would be on a Friday, and then it would eat up your Saturday and Sunday. So, like, it's just another, it's just an extended weekend. It's not exactly like the longest one would be the 
be Chinese New Year. And if you're gonna use your personal leaves, you can take them consecutively, maybe for ten days. That's it. So generally speaking, like you couldn't do much with just twenty nine days, and it's difficult to. Um, it's not possible to. Coagulate all the twenty nine days together.、Uh, maybe the maximum you would have is exactly the ten to fifteen days if you choose to go out during Chinese New Year. And most people in Taiwan they would go to Japan or Korea、um, for like a longer holiday. So you know it's just not very. It doesn't feel free to do that <laughs> because. Uh, you would see a lot of Chinese people there. It's not a big problem. It's just that it's so expected, and there's no thrill in doing that at all. And、um, so it's really sad. That's that's why I'm not really happy. I wasn't really happy with my previous job. But I, as I said, in my previous job, I was given more、um, leaves than a、uh, an average company. But still, I I feel like it wasn't enough. So, and knowing that. Other countries could do it. Like Germany would give you six weeks, and in Canada, I think it's also six weeks. You know that you're not、um, asking too much.、Um, it's something that's completely doable. So the whole time I was just thinking—not the whole time, but when I was on the train and、uh, had nothing to do—I was just thinking, how could this be, right? I feel like we would all essentially want the same thing. We wanted, we would want the same. Freedom. We would want to have、uh, more holidays. We would want to do things that、um, on our own pace. I think that's what most people would want.、Um, but why is it that in Germany or in Canada you could have this、uh, four weeks, six weeks holiday, but in in Taiwan you have like a re- really really、uh, misly. Is that even a word? Anyway, you would have this very sad nineteen days. And、um, plus the ten days if you work for three years or more, right? Why would people just、um, uh, accept that? And why is there no change? And、um, people would just like why is there no attempt to change things? And、uh, and so maybe my premise is wrong. Maybe not everyone wants the same thing. Maybe because Taiwan is such a family-centered society. That、uh, every holiday you have this tiny obligation or assu- assumed、um, obligation that you would visit your extended family anyway, and a lot of people secretly don't like that, so they rather just work all the time. And、uh, at least after work, after five o'clock, you have the evening to yourself, and you don't have to explain that to anyone else. I don't know. Maybe that's a thing.、Um, it's very mysterious to me why people won't try to fight for. More holidays, and、um, that's one theory. Another theory is just that、uh, maybe it's because we really are more community-based, and that we are not exactly、uh, individualistic. And people do enjoy,、uh, like they don't mind spending their holidays with their extended family,、um, and they don't mind working that much. That and that. Um, they are actually afraid of some personal, of having some personal freedom because they will have to think、um, of things to do on their own, right? And then,、um, so it's rather easier to work and to earn more money and to, to just like by default visit their extended family. Maybe that's another whole like it's maybe like that's a trend. I don't even know, but I just feel like this is not optimal. This is not. 
at least for me personally, this is not the way of life I want to live. First of all, I don't even know if I want to have my own little family. Not and then so even without that, as a single person, if you're gonna live as a single person for the rest of your life in Taiwan, you will have a really hard time because a lot of the the holidays and the touristy spots within Taiwan are designated for the family and. If you don't want to have your vacation in Taiwan, like Europe is just too far away, North America, South America is just too far away, and so the only options would be maybe Asia and mostly Japan and Korea. If you're gonna have, if you're gonna don't want to go into the trouble of doing a lot of research, right, to middle to the Middle East or something. So I could just imagine that life wouldn't be good. <laughs> um, Knowing that you know in Germany you have a completely different choice, you have so much more option. Just you know, of course, I don't know the nuances of working and living in Germany, but just from the very um, from the superficial fact that they have six weeks of holiday, uh, that makes a huge difference, and it's just much more humane. And just as a tourist who uh, doesn't even know that much German. It's so easy to navigate and to use the public transportation. And um, as a pedestrian, you actually have space to walk on and all that. It just makes me very, very bitter. Um, I had a nice time in Germany. I had a nice time in Canada. But um, you cannot help but to think about what's going on in Taiwan and why would people accept this, I would say, almost inhumane Way of living, or I could just be wrong, right? Maybe, as I said, actually people do enjoy the status quo. They're happy with their way of living. They're okay with not having so many vacation days. But I don't think that's the case. I think I I I would like to believe that almost all human beings would want the same things.、Uh, they would want to have some more freedom. They would like to. Travel if they can, and to not have to explain how to use their personal time to the extended family. I think I would suspect this is more of a universal value kind of thing. I don't know. I I could be wrong, right? Maybe Taiwanese people or Asian cultures are just completely different, and maybe I'm just saying that because I did spend a lot of time in Canada, so maybe I'm different. But at least personally, I I would say there is a better way of living. Uh, in terms of vacation days, right? It's definitely better to have more vacation days than to have none, right?、Um, so that's my thing. Okay, this is what happened during my trip.、Uh, met some new people, thought about life, got COVID, and just thought about, you know, why is it that、um, things seemed so easy in Germany, in Europe, and、um, why is it that? No one in Taiwan is fighting for a better life. I don't know. It just makes me very sad. And as I said, it's a closure of my vacation time, and I gotta、um, sort of get things together and try to、uh, find a new life, a new job somewhere. So yeah, so that's about it for today. Thank you very much for listening, and、uh, have a great weekend. Thank you. Bye bye.